beyond infinity. All right, well, uh, this last week was a pretty exciting one for anyone interested, even in a passing way, with astronomy because we actually managed to get the first ever actual image, directly taken image, of a black hole. And proving a lot of theories as yeah, well. Pr- yeah, pr- proving a lot of theories and, and just the scale of this thing. So Messier 87 is a is a galaxy which with a black hole right in the centre of it. Apparently there's a big black hole in the middle of our own Milky Way galaxy and the same telescope, and we'll go into that, is actually also gathering data about Mil- the Milky Way's black hole. And that was what I was assuming it was when I watched this live on the internet but in fact it's it's a it's a nearby galaxy with a very very large black hole in the middle of it now this was chosen because it wasn't too far away and it's also a very large black hole so it presented a good target for imaging and this was done by the event horizon telescope which is a planet scale array of eight ground-based radio telescopes forged through international collaboration designed to capture images of a black hole by linking these things up, by using atomic clocks mm-hmm. to very accurately synchronise the exposure times. The position, so they're looking yeah. simultaneously. Yep. They can basically create the equivalent of a sort of Earth-sized telescope. Mm. And there are plans actually to introduce additional telescopes into this network. And they're orbiting um, ones as well, aren't they? No, they're, Just no, they're, on the ground. No, they're all ground-based. Yep. But they are going to introduce additional ones uh, on the ground. I think there's two more that are planned to be added soon, and that will increase the resolution that they can capture. So it'll ho- hopefully help with that imaging of the black hole at the centre of our own galaxy. But uh, as you mentioned, the image does apparently confirm some of the basic tenets of, of Einstein's theories mm. of general rel- relativity. This is the sort of thing that was predicted. It was, it was kind of exactly as science fiction artists and the like have kind of envisioned uh, black holes, like a sort of a ring uh, and then a dark circle in the centre, which is apparently the shadow of the event horizon, mm. which is the edge beyond which no light can escape. Yeah. And Kip, uh, So Kip Thorne had sort of theorised the way that it would look uh, through the movie Interstellar. Right. If you've seen the movie... Can, you know, remember seeing the sort of the, the light uh, coming, you know, from all around this this black uh, center, mm. and there are a lot of similarities in terms of what were theorised in that particular model with what we're actually seeing. When they made that film, they did use real scientists to yeah, consult so with Thorne them. Yeah, Kip Thorne is the physicist behind that r- sort of theory. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. so they did get a, a pretty, uh, you know, if you want to get a, a good representation of what this might look like up close, uh, that film is not a bad one to check out. The other thing that really caught my attention with this is that from this direct observation of this black hole at Messier 87 or M87, that galaxy, they were able to work out that this black hole is 6.5 billion times more massive than our sun. And you think our sun is, in turn, its mass is much, much bigger mm-hmm. than every object in our solar system, right, combined many, many times yeah, over. Yeah. It's much, much bigger. So for this thing to be 6.5 billion times more massive than our sun, it is enormous. And yet the space that it ob- occupies is tiny yes. relative to that mass. This black hole is 55 million light years from Earth. Uh, so it took the light from this black hole 55 million years to reach us. It's 40 billion kilometers across. Um, so it's pretty big. Yeah. Um, but to have, but it needs to be. Now and, and that's just what we're seeing. So the event horizon from which the event horizon telescope takes its name is around two and a half times smaller than the shadow it casts. 
that's where they get that measure of just under 40 billion kilometers across. So you'd think that's massive, but for it to have six and a half billion times the mass of our sun, it needs a bit of space to do that. Mm. It's one of those incredible milestones of science. It is the first time a black hole has been directly imaged. In a way, I thought it was a little bit a kind of anticlimax because it did accord so much with what the predictions through science fiction, through films like it. Knew that that's came right. I mean, it was great to see it. To well, it was confirmation it, yeah. of theories, of basic scientific theories, going back to Einstein, which um, which we'd all sort of relied on to to uh, make assumptions about what these things would look like. The amount of data that these telescopes that worked together, apparently it was 350 terabytes per day was being gathered, and they looked for several days. They wound up with petabytes of mm. information, so much information that they couldn't send it through any network. They actually had to physically take hard drives from, mm-hmm. from different pl- um, places and then send them to data centers. I think one was in uh, the US, the other one was in, in Germany, mm-hmm. and that's where the information was collated and Run put the together. algorithms of collated. Exactly, yeah. to, to, uh, to actually get that image. And so a petabyte is a thousand uh, terabytes or one million gigabytes. And, yep. so, and there were not just a petabyte, there were petabytes yes. of, of data yep. that was collated. So an enormous amount yeah. of data. And the image that, you know, that we're looking at, you've, you've probably seen that orangey circle with a dark blob in the middle of it. You can get a very, very high resolution image of that. I think it's several hundred megabytes that can be downloaded by anyone. Mm-hmm. So you can look at that and they believe there is a lot of detail that, that uh, they can take out of that, a lot of information that they can actually derive from looking at that image at higher resolution. And maybe the scientists might even have more information. Obviously, I think there was there was culling you know, from those petabytes of data to get down to one image that we have all seen now. Yeah. Then there must have been data which was excluded. You know. Well, now that they uh, know they can, it's confirmed, they've seen it, um, it's now working on, okay, well, what kind of telescope arrays do we need in order to improve the clarity of that? How much more data do we need to get? And, and this could not have been done 10 years ago or 15, 20 years ago. You know, I think that there's been the smarts there, but it's required the algorithms, it's required the technology that is available today. And we are improving on that technology. So maybe in a few years, maybe 10, 20 years, we will have a much clearer uh, picture. It used a technique called Very Long Baseline Interferometry, uh, VLBI, which synchronizes telescope facilities around the world, exploits the rotation of our planet to form one huge Earth-sized telescope, observing at a wavelength of 1.3 millimeters. It allows a resolution of 20 micro arc seconds, enough to read a newspaper in New York from a sidewalk cafe in Paris. So very high resolution there. Uh, an international collaboration, as I mentioned, both Europe and the US, but also various East Asian observatory partners Japan Korea Taiwan Vietnam Thailand Malaysia India and Indonesia all involved and apparently they will substantially increase the sensitivity with the participation of additional telescopes one in Greenland and the Kitt Peak Telescope are going to be the additional telescopes there could be others after that so really exciting that this has happened that's this big international collaboration happened we will be keeping our eyes open for that mysterious image yet to come but from the same event horizon telescope of the black hole at the center of the milky way our own galaxy thanks for listening we'd love you to review us on itunes it's a great way to let others know if you liked our podcast and don't forget to follow us on social media beyond infinity rppfm on facebook or infinity rpp on twitter